0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the Tribe of Leaders podcast. I'm your host, Emmy Kirshner. If you've been following me even for a little while, you know that I'm a huge fan of having a gratitude practice. I think it's a great way for shifting anything that's happening to you that you're not in love with into something that's more positive. And one of the first apps that I ever used was years ago it was called the Gratitude Journal. And imagine my surprise when I connected through a Facebook group with the creator of that app. Her name and on the show today is Carla White, and Carla shares her story of the how and why she created that app and how it's changed her life tremendously I loved talking with Carla. She shares some nuggets of information that I was really surprised to hear about, about why gratitude and expressing gratitude is so important to our happiness. Listen in. My name is Emmy Kirshner, I'm a serial entrepreneur and investor. The one thing that I get asked all the time is, how do you achieve success in business and make an impact? In each episode of the Tribe of Leaders podcast, you'll hear from entrepreneurs and visionaries who share how their leadership has changed not only their lives, but the lives of everybody around them. Carla, welcome to the Tribe of Leaders podcast. I am so amazingly excited to have you on the show today because I started using your app I'm gonna say like five years ago, it was a long time ago. And I loved it and it really made a big difference in my life. So to, to be reconnected with you recently is such an honor. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And please share with everybody who you are and a little bit about the Gratitude app.
1: Well, first off, thank you for having me on your show. This is such a huge honor. I'm Carla White. I am the first woman to launch an iPhone app. So that was well over 10 years ago. And the app is still in the App Store. It's a gratitude journal. And I tell you what, when I created that, I was hoping one person (laughs) would download it and use it. And I'd be like, okay, yay, success. And here I am. I'm talking to you five years ago. That's amazing.
0: Right? Right? Yeah. yeah. It was the first... Gratitude app, I think that I ever used. Well, it was the first one on the
1: App Store, right? And then there are probably, yeah, now there's a lot of other ones, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was the first one. And you know, no team, just me, no funding, you know, no big marketing, nothing. And uh, yeah, gone
0: strong for 10 years on the App Store in the top of the charts. So, Uh, what was it that made you start this app? Because, yeah. I mean, gratitude now is like the big thing, but 10 years oh, ago? Yeah, because 10 years ago, I had to
1: explain what an app was when people were like, right. "What?" Are you doing? I'm like, an app, well, it's this little piece of software, it runs on a phone, and I'm like, what? Yeah, so for some of you guys out there, yeah, we did have to explain what apps were. But I also had to explain what a gratitude journal was because people... And I'm like, okay, you write down five things each day that are pretty cool. That's it. And people are like, why would you do that? And the reason I created the app is because that little practice of writing things down each day that were awesome completely Mm -hmm. saved my life. I can't emphasize that enough. I mean, here I was well, it kind of started back, I was living in London. I was living in London. I was just got done with this big, long job with Microsoft of all people. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Like that was the company to work for at the time. And I was traveling all over right. the world, had a you know six figure salary, all that. And they said, do you want to go back to the States? And I said, nope they said, well, then we're going to let you go. So here I was in London, didn't want to go home. And I had just met my now husband, then boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And we thought, well, let's start a business together, right? How hard Mm -hmm. could it be? (laughs) And I started this business and it was eating every penny that I saved from my career. And I wasn't handling stress. I I mean, I wasn't doing it. I, I would go out for a run like a couple of times out of the week. And because I could run, I thought, oh, I'm good. You know, I'm not, nothing's wrong.
0: But I was right. drinking. Those endorphins.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that <laughs> uh, you know, like for 20 minutes every few times a week, I'd have this endorphin high. But other times I had a drunken high <laughs> to get through. <laughs> you know, I would binge watch TV. I basically was an escapist from all these problems that this business was creating in my life. I mean, mm-hmm. I just kept going, oh, it's going to turn around one day. It's just going to, you know, this next client, that's going to be the client. And I never did. And I was like, you know, insomnia, ulcers, migraines, the whole shebang. And right when I thought things couldn't get any worse, I get this middle-of-the-night phone call from my brother saying that our dad had suddenly passed away. And I had nothing. I had not. Like, you would think having a career... Then I was married. We got married by then. You know, living overseas on my own, I'd have something in my tool belt, but I had nothing. And mm-hmm. I pretty much uh, for the next, I don't know, six months, would just lay on the sofa, zombie, pig out, drink. My husband would try and get me out of the house to, you know, do something Mm-hmm. And I'd ball, and like go to the oh. supermarket and I'd ball in the cookie aisle. So you thought, well, let's take you back to the States. You got to get closer to your family because I don't know what the heck to do with you. Because right. uh, I wasn't depressed. All right, let's just get that straight. I wasn't depressed and uh, total in denial of that. And mm-hmm. so we get home to South Dakota, which I fought tooth and nail because London wasn't my home. I worked really hard to get there. I mean, I grew up on a farm in South Dakota. I, like, worked my butt off to be able to live overseas. And right back was, like, putting tail between my legs, giving up. And so that just made stuff worse. I mean, cusp of winter, we packed, like, one suitcase and... There wasn't any winter clothing in there. That's for sure. Nothing <laughs> to deal with thirty below weather. And, right? Okay, uh,
0: isn't it really cold out there? Yeah, yeah. It gets
1: crazy cold. And then because it gets so cold, you drive everywhere. So I wasn't walking. I was putting on more weight than ever, mm-hmm. drinking you know, micro brews, eating sun chips. Cause like, aren't they kind of, you know, like granola and, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, right.
0: <laughs>
1: totally had myself convinced on that and got worse and worse and worse. Right. Insomnia is worse and working a job. I didn't like the job. I was like, just anyway, ended up that winter, ended up in the hospital for double pneumonia. And, oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't breathe. And when I like, when finally, my cousin's like, uh, you need to go in. And so I finally went in. And the doctor's like, here's something for your double pneumonia. And by the way, you need to do something about your depression. And I'm like, looking around the room, wondering who the heck she's talking to, because I certainly don't have depression. Right. And, what depression? Yeah, right. That was such a a label that I ran from so much Mm -hmm. got home from the hospital, couldn't sleep because every, if you have pneumonia, you'll lay down and all you do is cough. So I was trying to figure out what to do and, you know, what do you, how do you cure depression? I don't want to take any meds. And, uh, came across just writing down things every day that worked out. It wasn't called a gratitude journal. It was just like write some stuff down. So I'm writing stuff down. I'm did like, you I just can do like, that. go, go right. ahead.
0: Did you just like suddenly decide to do it or did you see something that Right. That- no. I
1: I actually like I was googling all this stuff or searching it because google right. it wasn't a word back then, right? But anyway, that was on Google. And um, there was an article about like, I came across like this mother who lost her child, a soldier who came back from Iraq, who had PTSD, all these people who came over such difficult life. I mean, like what I was going through was low level minutia compared to what they experienced. And I'm like, wow, if they could do this and turn their life around without any drugs or anything like they just did this, I can do this. And mind you, I'd been reading self-development books at the time. right? You know, it's not like I wasn't trying to figure something out. But back then, I think the biggest self-development book was like The Secret And, Mm -hmm. you know, there wasn't, Eckhart Tolle was starting to come onto the scene, right? Wayne Dyer, you know, there were Mm -hmm. a few people, but it was pretty hush-hush about personal development or, gosh, even self-help. Wow, what a bad one that was, right? right? So anyway, fast forward, I'm two months into keeping this gratitude journal. I'm out for a walk. It's, you know, it's not so cold out anymore. And... I'm going through my head thinking about what I can put in my gratitude journal that night. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking things like, okay, I slept really good last night. That's a bonus. I lost like 10 pounds. Frigging awesome. I have a job offer with NASA. How cool is that? You know, like, and I was going through all these different things. And then it hit me like, holy crap, my life had done a 180. In just two months,
0: and it was probably
1: sooner than that, but it took me two months to realize it. Right, right, We're a little slow
0: on the uptake there, and then that, that's all of us. I know, right? Because I'm
1: so caught up in every little thing about me. Is um right, and so anyway, it hit me. I mean, it hit me hard. Like, what did I do? What was the magic pill I took? And when I narrowed it down to that journal that I was keeping, I just it was. Like I gotta tell everybody about this because it's so darn simple. Like all these self help books that I was going through were like, you gotta do this and you gotta do that. I'm like, ah, I can't do all that. But this was just writing in a journal. Heck, that's easy peasy. I can do that. Why isn't everybody doing this?
0: So I, I love it, and it really helped me when I started using your app. And I mean, every day has, you know, good things and bad things, but particularly on the days where things weren't working well, even if it's just small, low-level stuff to really reframe and be like, oh, things are pretty good.
1: Yep. Yeah, right? Right. Because what it does, and so after releasing the app, I have dove deep into neuroscience and positive Mm -hmm. psychology and ancient wisdom. And and there's all sorts of, like physics and law of attraction and all that other stuff. But if you want to take and simplify it, you are just taking your life, what the good moments in your life, and you're replaying them in slow motion so they stick in your brain. Mm -hmm. Okay. And when you do that, your default mode of reacting to situations changes. Mm -hmm. It's really so simple. So the way I liken it is I grew up on a farm and in the spring, the yard would get pretty muddy and my dad would be driving his tractor to the feedlot and fill it up the scoop. He'd fill up the scoop, bring it over to the cows in the yard and he'd drive that a couple of times a day and it got to the point because he drove it a couple of times a day that there would be grooves right where the tractor wheels went and eventually he wouldn't even have to hold on to the steering wheel the tractor would just drive itself right out to the cow yard right the same thing happens in your brain when you're reliving these moments because your brain does not know as smart as it is it does not know When you're writing and feeling that moment again, whether that is happening right now, whether it happened in the past, in the future, it just knows that it's happening. And so your subconscious is like 4,000 miles per hour, while your conscious mind is only about 70 miles per hour. And so your subconscious is running the show four steps ahead of every decision you think you're making. And you're going deeper into your subconscious and changing and upgrading the software in your mind.
0: I love that. Yeah. But I think that's a really easy way to understand it because it's like the little bit that I've read about it too, Is like our minds are programmed to focus on all the negative stuff. And unless we reprogram it and really start looking at the positive, we'll stay on that negative track and that limits us.
1: Well, you know, okay, I'm glad you brought that up because... That's a big pet peeve of mine. That, oh, is it? That. Gay. Yeah, yeah. You know, the only reason we are programmed to focus on the negative is because we've been brainwashed into that state. You look at our kids. Are they programmed mm-hmm. to look at the negative? Right. No, no way are they. Holy cow. My kids get up. They're full of energy, happiness, life, unless I tell them they can't have the iPad. And, <laughs> you know, but seriously, they are. And here, listen to this. The top three industries in the, in the United States need us to live in a state of fear, lack, not enoughness, anger, anxiety. Mm-hmm. They need us to be in that state continuously, So what are those three industries? My first job out of graduate school, my first big girl job, was working for the Pentagon. I worked on a $3.5 billion Pentagon program, and this was when a billion was a lot of money. And that portion of the budget, the defense budget, was just a tiny sliver. So Mm -hmm. the largest industry is arms. We need to live in this fear of people who are made up of the exact same stuff that we are made up of, but we live in fear of our own species, okay? So that's number one. we got to be in fear and have to pay tons of tax dollars for arms. Second one is pharmaceuticals, Mm -hmm. pharmaceuticals, billions of dollars growing at over 6% a year. Oh, guess what else is? Health industry is growing in right. a year, right? Right.
0: Yeah. So I used to able, say, why is Yeah. 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 I, my background is in health coaching um, originally. And I used to say, like, there's no money in being well or healthy. Yes. So exactly. That's why to... it's not, it's from a healthcare standpoint, that's why it's not the
1: focus, band aiding. <laughs> 75% of all Americans are on at least one prescription drug. And I bet it's more than 75% because I went to go get my teeth cleaned and the dental hygienist asked me, what prescrip- what prescriptions are you taking? And yeah. I'm like, well, none. And <laughs> not are you taking prescriptions, but what prescriptions are you taking? I'm like, does everybody take a prescription? And she said, yeah, even all the kids. Wow. So 70, and then I have, I have to think, I think it's like 25% take five or more prescription drugs because you take one, you get a side effect, you got to take another. Mm-hmm. And eight of the top 10 prescribed drugs are for stress-related illnesses. These are mm-hmm. preventable illnesses. hmm Okay. And so that's the second industry. All right. Then the third industry is alcohol and tobacco. So hey, right. you had a bad day? Money on wine with a little bit of a depressant,
0: <laughs> and
1: right. Just a to keep you strength. drinking more. Yes, an addictive depressant that is is marketed in a way where if you aren't drinking it, you aren't cool, right? In order to right. be cool, you drink. Every all the cool kids drink. So, um, yeah, heavy marketing budget to change what. Alcohol is, so yeah, and those are the three top industries you look at all the branches off those industries mm-hmm. and support it it's it's incredible so it is, yeah. it is our natural state, our natural state, so like if you meditate or if you try to meditate and you say, "Look, I can't do it, your natural state is actually a meditative state you're just haven't practiced it. Your natural state is an abundance, grateful state, a happy state. You just haven't practiced it. And so like a, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I can say like a happy two-year-old. Yeah. Or a yeah, four-year-old. Yeah, exactly. Why couldn't you be? Why couldn't you be? Well, I got my mortgage. Well, I got, you know, this healthcare issue. I've got a divorce or, you know, cancer or something. Right. And those are just a result of this conditioning that we've had, where it's a society that promotes a heck of a lot of food, it promotes overworking and not being with your family. It promotes if you fail, then you need to give up. I mean, in our schools, mm-hmm. we learned that at a very young age that yep. you know, at this failure, give up, stop. You're not cut out for this. Right. And it promotes just like binging on all sorts of stuff as a release. Binge on some burritos. Binge on binge on Netflix. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and really zone out. So your gratitude app is almost like returning to a way to return to our natural state.
1: Yeah, so... Something that we've also been conditioned to believe is that there's not enoughness. you're not yes. enough. like you yes. need to be more to have whatever you want to have. You need another certificate, you need a better body, you need better eyebrows, something. and uh, The truth is is that you absolutely are enough. it's the courage to move forward, the confidence to move mm-hmm. forward. That is the key ingredient. So, and there's two ways of looking at this. So first I'm going to give you just a really simplistic way. And then I'm going to get into some quantum physics. So a very simplistic way of looking at this is let's say you have, like you want to ask somebody out on a date and Mm -hmm. there's two different outcomes. They say yes, or they say no. Right. Mm -hmm. And, what you, this is called the law of expectation. So what you get is what you expect. So you go into this and you're expecting this person to say, no, you're not sure if they like you. You're not like really feeling it that much. Then what you're going to do is you're going to have anxious apprehension. You're going to be riddled with so much anxiety that the actions that you take will be different than if you know this person's into you. They're jiving on you. All your friends have told you this. Then you're going to go into that whole situation with joyful anticipation. You're going to be far more confident. You're going to be so. You're going to have so much more fun with it. I mean, right. take like a job interview. Take um, a doctor visit. Take just a hard conversation you have to have with somebody. Um, Maybe you have a teenager in your house that you just already in your mind, oh, as soon as they get home, they're going to be difficult to deal with, right? And you already put that anxious apprehension as the expected outcome. So how do we always, if this is, you know, the law, and if we're going to go into it with joyful anticipation, because, hey, that... mm, unruly teenager comes in but I'm going to joyfully anticipate it because I love that person and I'm going to do whatever I can right Mm -hmm. if you come at it with that sort of mentality you get different results right And it's coming back to feeding positive with positive with positive rather than feeding negative with negative. There's two different energy forces. Are you going to focus on the negative or the positive energy force? But how do you always come after things with the positive energy force is a question. Like, how do you make that your default mode? And that's where gratitude, practicing it on a regular basis, like every single day, writing it down. And also throughout your day, finding as many moments as possible to be grateful for. And this is not putting your head in the sand. In fact, I think it's just the opposite. Because what it does is wakes you up and you start seeing things that you never saw before. Absolutely. opportunities. You see people differently. You see the whole world just changes. Like You don't have to move. You don't have to lose those 50 pounds. You don't have to change your job. The whole world changes for you. I I love that.
0: And I'd love to know your thought on this because I started doing this a couple of months ago and it's been fabulous for me in that in part of my gratitude practice, I write down things that I want to have happen, whether... (laughs) whether it's, you know, selling my house, which I'm in the process of doing or bringing on new clients or, you know, having amazing podcast, podcast guests. Mm-hmm. I write some of those things down and then they just fall into place.
1: Isn't that awesome? Yeah. So, oh, what a great segue because um,
0: let's talk about this
1: from a quantum physics standpoint. So right. not to get really totally nerdy, but quantum physics says that everything is everywhere. And nowhere at the same time, it's when you give your attention to something that it appears to be, okay? So let's just like pretend there's a few dots out there in the universe and you give your attention to them. Well, those Mm -hmm. dots get your energy and they grow from that energy. Now, those dots could be, holy crap, nobody's going to buy my house. Or those dots could be, I'm going to get even more than I asked for for my house there's going to be a bidding war right and it's giving your attention to it that feeds it and grows it this is scientifically proven so what happens with a lot of us is and you know this is why I don't like these journals that say you know just one minute just practice gratitude for one minute why would you give your attention to what you want for only one minute and then the other 800,000 minutes just like <laughs> give your attention to what you don't want? Right. right. So, why not go through your day like actually writing it down? I love that practice. I do that myself as well. I write uh-huh. down a thank you letter to the universe for all the good things that are coming that have like as if they already came. Right. And it just makes days go so much easier. And then at the end of the day, I recap what did happen. Mm-hmm. And I consider it a memoir of my life's best moments. And, and throughout the day, just looking constantly, how can I, be, like, what's some, what can I be grateful for? What can I celebrate in this moment? Mm-hmm. A lot of people that. get hung up on thinking, well, I need something big to happen first before I can start my gratitude journal. Like I have nothing like, to write in my gra- what do I write? My cup of coffee, anything, right? <laughs> right? Stab my toe, and boy, I'm still alive to feel the pain, right? Yeah, yeah. There's so many things, and because what you'll do is start to recognize patterns as well. And when you start to see these patterns, things start to open up, and you start to attract people into your life, opportunities into your life, things into your life that like you just mentioned, I'm, you know, who do I want on my podcast? You attract them into your life mm-hmm. through this practice. And I will tell you hand over heart, when I first heard this stuff, I was like, oh my God, rolling my eyes, you know?
0: Right, right. To well, make jokes about it. Yeah. To having the app, which I'm really curious, like, how did you go from you know, and what was your thought process from, all right, I've changed my life by doing this gratitude practice to understanding why it works to I'll make an app.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, I didn't. Here's the thing. I didn't understand how gratitude worked. (laughs) 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 That I did not know. That was all voodoo to me. But I was like, that's why I was like, if one person changes their life with gratitude, then okay, we've got something here. But uh, what I wanted to do was just make the app so one other person could... Like, I wanted it to be a total stranger I'd never met before. And so I went about, like, just... Yeah, it was crazy because I had never like I had this little iPod Shuffle. I don't know if you remember these little.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, tiny, I don't know, tiny, that tiny little was the things.
1: Only Apple product I had, and so because I was over in this Microsoft world, so I'm like, okay, well, I got to get a Mac. I've got to do all these things, and the crazy thing is, is nobody knew how to make apps. Like nobody did. Not even right. Apple knew how to make them. No, they just happened. <laughs> right. Like there were all of a handful of us, program, like developers out there, all trying to figure this out together, helping each other out. It was such a great time. And um, like I, there was no Facebook, there were no blogs, there was no like Instagram, none of that stuff, you know? Right. So we were all trying to figure this out together. And, I remember reaching out to a guy who I met at a conference. I was working with NASA at the time and I met at this conference and uh, he created one of the first apps on the iPhone, which was really bleeding edge. You popped bubbles on the screen. (laughs) Which I thought, man, that's That's so amazing. And uh, so I reached out to him and I said, hey, will you help me figure this out? And we worked on it for a while. And he says to me after about four or five weeks, he's like, you know what, Carla? I think apps are going to be a fly by the night sort of thing. And by next year, this time, nobody's even going to be using them anymore. And boy, did he call that one wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think
0: an app is more important than a website in many cases.
1: Well, the neat thing is, is that it's a tool that, like if you're an entrepreneur and you want to build a tribe, it's a tool that helps you tribe out straight away. Right. So what I try to do, because I've been in you know, the people's shoes that are using my app. I've been in those shoes. I've been, I've walked that. I know what it's like. Mm -hmm. What I do is I'm like, as soon as you get my app, I'm going to invite you into a whole community where we're going to work on this together. We're going to change your mindset and change your perspective and your trajectory of life together. Right. Because a lot of times when you start on this spiritual journey or this self-development journey, the people in your life who are closest to you are kind of thrown for a loop. Like they're kind of used to using you as a doormat or used uh-huh. to you being depressed or something like that or quiet. And once you start to step into your power, you kind of throw all that to the curve. You're like, "Hey, I love, you know, like there's so much I can do with my life. But the people that you're living with or the people that you see in a day-to-day basis working with, they start to reject that right away because it introduces mm-hmm. fear into their own life. Like right, change. Yeah, it's a change. Yeah. And a lot of times they see this change in you and they don't see it in themselves. So they they don't understand how you can have it too.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. So you've got the app and it's growing right I mean more than one person downloaded it and used it (laughs) yeah right like thousands and thousands probably millions of people have downloaded it at this point yes yeah yeah from that yeah from that that experience and you know in the last 10 years or whatever what is the most unexpected leadership role that you've had
1: Yeah, you know, I went from that to starting an app agency and writing a book called Idea to iPhone, and out of the blue, I get invited to sit on this panel in Washington, D.C., and the panel is being funded by Verizon, and they are trying to come up with a unique way to educate the public on domestic violence. So I get invited to this panel, and at, at the introductory meeting, everybody's going around the table, and I have never been in a room like this before, where it's all these people who have published papers, and they're rattling off, like, their degrees. I'm so, and right. I've got this, little letter, 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 letter. I work right. for Bob, Judah, and I publish journal number, blah, 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 and... I'm sitting around the table going, oh my God, what am I going to say when they come to me? So I'm like, okay, I am Carla White and I ran away from home when I was 18 and (laughs) I just went on with the whole truth. Like I worked in a bar and it was a strip joint. (laughs) I just, I don't know where this came from. And uh, everybody sat there with their jaws on the floor and a, I did not know this when I was sitting at the table or when we were going through these roundtables and discussions, that what they were planning to do was hand out, I can't remember what it was, like a $250,000 grant to work on a project. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't know that all these people were vying for that money. And that's why they were all sort of... Puffing um, their chests their and feathers. Yeah. and Banging their chest. <laughs> lo and behold, I get home and I got the award. I got the grant. Amazing. I know. And for just being you. For being me. For being totally me. Because like, I didn't just like talk about all the horrible, the rebel stuff I did. But I, you know, I shared like why I created the app and, you know, what I hope to create in the future and what my goals are and, you know, how I want to create. Like first, I'm really, 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 really want to help people get unstuck. Like stop telling yourself that story. Like get yourself out of that situation. Just get out of there and get yourself on the path that you are meant to have. And then when you're on that path, allow as much money and freedom and happiness to come to you and shamelessly accept it. So many people feel like they can only receive what is logical irrational Mm -hmm. like uh, I shouldn't be greedy I you know come on greedy already look at the people who are running our country when women make a lot of money that we can fund other women projects
0: Mm -hmm. yeah I've read that when women make more money it is actually a better investment because we spend it not only in you know, on ourselves and our families, but then we go and invest in other women projects or other yeah. projects that are helping communities grow, which then create more revenue um, for the communities.
1: Yeah, yeah. And this isn't a, like, who's smarter or anything like that. I have two boys of my own, but there's so many amazing, smart individuals out there mm-hmm. who are not not getting out and making it the dent in the universe because of a story that they're telling themselves that the society has pasted on them. And then they're accepting that as the truth.
0: Right. Right. I totally agree with you. And I've seen that, you know, even within my community and. um, Well, even
1: within myself. I mean, how many times have you shrunk or lived small because you don't want to. I know I did it like I didn't want my husband to, you know, to outshine my husband for Pete's sake. Right. Because right, I right. in the Midwest where men are supposed to be the breadwinners and things. You're like, oh, what? Come on. We'll
0: you <laughs> no, you're right. Like, it, I think it's kind of being aware of, oh, I'm playing small here. So I need to stop doing that. And how can I do this differently? So I am playing bigger. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. You don't do anybody any favors playing small. Yeah. Like, I have clients who... They're producing their biggest project of their life. They're putting it out there. And yet they're too afraid to tell anybody about it because they're afraid of what people think. And right. how many times have we shrunk because, oh my gosh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to pay money for that. Like if only people knew how much money I paid for my coaching. I think some right. of them would roll over. <laughs> but I tell you what, you want some shortcuts, get a coach. Go do, Absolutely, like do stuff that is it seems kind of crazy.
0: I have, I mean, I am a coach outside of being a host of this, as you uh, you are aware, and I've had coaches, and I presume you have too, and it's been yeah. the best investment I've ever made because you've got that somebody outside of you going, uh, "Hello, yep, you're doing that thing again." Yeah, right. Yeah. And
1: for some reason, we go through school, and we're like, "Okay, I'm done with high school, or I'm done with college. Right. Now I'm done with learning." Yeah. No. Oh yeah. my god. But our whole
0: lifetime. Yeah. Right. That's A the whole fun of life. lifetime. The yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, what do you encourage people to do who are looking to, you know, kind of get outside of themselves? Are there any tools that you offer that they could access? Um, that yeah. help them start resetting, you know, their, their mindset, take a, you know, get some appreciation for the gratitude, et cetera. Right. Well, I mean, you can get my
1: app, um, but you just need a piece of paper and a pen really. Right. Um, my, my app is called my gratitude journal and it's on the app store. It's got a little Buddha icon. And it, I think if you go to the it'll take you right there. Okay. But here's my little secret trick to really creating energy in the way that you want it to go. And because like, if you think about your life, it's like this big tanker going through the ocean and turning that tanker around, takes some effort, right? It's not just going to happen after one or two practices of writing in your journal or anything like that. In fact, let me liken it to this. Would you rather me give you a million dollars right now Or give you one penny that doubles every day for 31 days?
0: I think I'd rather take the penny. because I can't do the math in my head, but my guess is you end up having more.
1: More. You do. Yeah. So so just so we can clarify. So like day one, it's one penny, two pennies, four, eight. That's what I mean by doubling. Right. So what happens is like day 17, 18, I need to get the numbers on this, but you're only at a few thousand dollars. Whereas the other dude's sitting over there with a million bucks and you're like, okay, I got the short end, end of the stick here. And that's usually where people give up because they aren't mm-hmm. seeing the results of the efforts that they're putting on, in to turn this tanker around. Right. And if you carry on by day 26, mm-hmm. you got like close to a million bucks, By day 31, you have over $3 million. Wow. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, right? Right. So it's a compound interest. And so when you're doing this project that I'm going to give you, and it's such a great one, Mm -hmm. don't give up. (laughs) Don't give up. All right. So I call it 30 for 30. And what you do is you write down 30 things that you love. I love drinking water. I love going for walks. I love uh, smell of fresh grass. I love classical music, whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. Things that you love. And you write down 30 of them. Mm -hmm. And then you read that list out loud. Because when you're writing them and when you're reading them, it's two different vibrations. And you're really getting a really awesome... I mean, Mm -hmm. sing it to yourself if you want to. Like, whatever. But... Read it, write it and read it. 30 things. Okay. And they can be things in the future too. Right. right? I love my lake house. You don't have a lake house, but heck I'm getting one, right? So yeah. I love it. I love my neighbors at the lake house. Like yeah, it's easy. Cause here's the thing. You can't repeat anything on your list during those 30 days. Everything has to be unique. And the reason I say that is because we tend to just scratch the surface level. of this, And seldom do we dig deep into the real guts of where things are happening. And so you do this every single day, 30 things, unique things for 30 days. I will tell you, your life will be catapulting in a different direction. You would have turned that big old tanker around.
0: I love it. Because by the end of 30 days too, like you really have to stretch your imagination.
1: Mm Mm-hmm hmm You tapped out. You can't, right? Yeah. I, I love playing with my kids. Well, what do you like playing with your kids, right? right? Get into some details. Now, here's another thing. Like if you're dealing with a person, you're finding it hard to forgive them. I mean, we've all been wronged by somebody, right? We, right, right. Yeah, right. No, as soon as you say that, so, uh, the vision of that person flashes mm-hmm. in your head. <laughs> anyway, I had a friend, she, her husband just, up and disappeared, right? She knew he was still alive. You know, he just took off. So she confided in me. She was so upset. And I said to her, you know what? What if you just sat down for all of today, the whole rest of today, instead of crying and letting your emotions take over, what if you sat down and you just wrote as many things you were grateful for, for that person, for him in your life? Mm Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, she you know, like she shared the list with me. It was pages long. She was grateful Aww. that you know he showed her children love. He was grateful that he took her to Spain. You know that she got to see these things. Like all, oh, like she had tons of stuff. She sent the list to him, and now they are the closest of friends.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Very healing. Very healing. Yeah, yeah. and
1: it's a like, it's gratitude, love, joy bliss it's the highest frequency it's the frequency where things are created it's you right. know if you're creating out of fear and lack and not enoughness you're just going to get more of the same
0: mm-hmm.
1: if you're trying yeah. to motivate yourself because of fear because of lack you're going to get more of the same you're never yeah. going to get what you're looking for
0: it's great that's great i feel like we could talk for hours about I this you're i mean you just i love what you're sharing Uh, We do have to wrap up. So share with everybody, because I know you have a really cool gift for for everybody too, and then where everybody can connect with you.
1: Yeah, so let me get, let's see. Well, if you want to create an app, I do have a free roadmap that you can download, which is called the Ultimate App Success Roadmap. Um, And you can get that at carlawhite.org roadmap. Okay. Uh, or if you want to get into more of a gratitude practice, mm-hmm. I do have a, uh, a free 30 day prompt. So it's like three easy methods to jumpstart your gratitude practice for quicker manifestation. And you can get that at Carla free 30 day prompt. Awesome. Awesome. Thank
0: you. That's so generous.
1: Yeah. I would,
0: yeah. I would recommend everybody do that because it, I mean, I know, and I see my clients and obviously I read some of the reviews on your app too, When people are like Carla changed my life. Yeah. So, you know, why not start doing something that's so simple?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's connected me with you. It's connected me with like a roommate that I hadn't seen in years. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's connected me to the first woman to row three oceans solo. I mean, this it's app amazing. has truly changed my life. It's just yeah. been the best thing ever. That's awesome. That's awesome. Where can everybody connect with you? Yeah, just go to carlawhite.org or you can follow me on Instagram. Hey, Carla White. That's Carla with the C.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on today and just sharing your wisdom and positivity it's, it's been an honor, a true honor to hear your story and really see how you've changed your life. Oh, thanks for having me. What an honor to be here. Yeah. Awesome. And thank you everybody for listening in. We will see you next week. As an entrepreneur, do you ever feel isolated? Like you're just grinding away and not getting to the place or reaching the goals that you want? Maybe you've realized that you just spent days, weeks, or even months trying to accomplish something only to figure out that the answer that you have would have saved you all of that time. I know I've had that experience and my clients have as well. And that's why I created the Tribe of Leaders Biz School. Get the accountability, the training, and the knowledge base in a community of like-minded people who are there to support you. Go ahead and check it out. It's the